I feel like it's you know we're in the uh, the uh, early days of the Apollo, uh, you know, program. Where like <laughs> last oh, yeah. week, last week we burned on the launching pad. So <laughs> this week we're just getting at it. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's. Uh, I'll just say then. Hello, podcast fans. It's the Five Hole. We're back. And we got the usuals. You might not recognize my voice, but you will soon as it slowly returns to normal. King, King Conco. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just oh, whoa. Sorry. One hello? Yeah. One hello? I, I Did he only I... do one? Did he only do one? It's the emergency pod protocol. Oh, or, so you're just... Or are just... we having technical difficulties and you're cacking out? We're no. not wasting any time. We're not, <laughs> We're wasting, not wasting any, any time. Any air time on all right, all right. Lows. Go to it then. We're not right. wasting any tape. Oh, so right. true. So true. Yeah. We're going old school with the tape. So uh, uh, I think so I was King... just going to I was going to introduce myself, right? Yeah, yeah King Conco right. in the house. Glad to be here. Uh, no regrets about uh, missing the old. Uh, game tonight i won't say who what day it is or who it is but uh no regrets <laughs> he's gonna keep saying that all night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i know before i answer that question may i just say i have no regrets <laughs> all right let's get through g francis's intro how you doing g i'm good this just in the master 10 trophy has been awarded uh for perseverance sportsmanship and dedication to the game of hockey the great game of hockey uh, mr king conco thank you thank you very much you know normally uh normally it takes a uh, tragedy to be awarded this kind of thing recovering from a tragedy but i feel i feel i do deserve it do, do yeah do people know why like yeah let's tell the folks at home well king I mean, the floor is yours what can i Podium. say i mean I can... uh, what can I say? I had an offer of uh, Leafs ticks tonight for the, the uh, well, I guess the one and only appearance of the Kraken in town, and I said no. I've got a pod to do. Right, and, and, and I that, don't know if you guys know this, but I have no regrets. And that uh, those tickets included a f- complimentary beef sandwich au jus, didn't it? Uh, I usually au go for the uh, the fish. Did you get tacos. the au jus? Oh, I don't know. No, I'm a traditional. I'm a traditionalist, man. Like I just like popcorn. uh, This could be popcorn and a beer, man. That's That's well said. Popcorn and a beer. I don't. I don't need anything else. Yeah, right on. Well, given the uh, state of the Leafs these days, I I mean, it's a team in crisis, in turmoil, on some uh, sides of the fence and in others, uh, they seem quite calm and placid on the surface. I want to, before we get into this, because I know that King is going to want to jump all over this topic. I just want to give you my, give you and the folks at home, <laughs> my philosophy on goaltending. <laughs> the folks at, the folks at home. <laughs> good, good goalies react well to the play, not to the shot. Shots from, like, the hash mark in, the the goalie's reaction time does not allow him to fill a hole they've left. It's all about positioning and reacting to changes in where the shot is coming from. 
and anticipation. I, yes, and all I have to say is goaltending is about percentages, and I think Soup's downfall lately has been about a combination of bad luck robbing him of his confidence, and now he's thinking too much. My advice to the team, microdosing. I think that'll solve the problem. In any case, <laughs> yeah. King Conco, I'm sure you have something to say about this. Where the Leafs are in their prep for the playoffs, and especially around that uh, that goalie, that goaltending, uh, the goaltending situation, as 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 has been said many a time. I think we all are acknowledging the Leafs have a goaltending problem, and as uh, a, a very wise man, G. Francis once said. It's not about acknowledging the problem. It's about deciding how to fix the problem. Now, there's two <laughs> really? schools. There's two schools of thought <laughs> well, here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I personally think I don't have faith in the tandem, and I and I admit, admit this. I think it's I think it's very interesting to watch, especially uh, over the time since we last recorded here, how. Uh, Leaf management, and particularly Keefe, is trying to spin it into, you know, there's not really a problem here. I mean, they haven't really come out and said it, but it, it seems to me like their plan is to go with uh, what they've got right now. And as I think you said, uh, Bill, uh, you know, is the issue the goaltending or is the issue the defense in front of the goaltending? And if they got to short up the D, you know, I mean, I, I hear, I hear, uh, you know, there's two schools of thought, right? You hear, uh, get a better D with, uh, with, uh, soup and, uh, Mrazek or, uh, you, you get, uh, probably the only real viable goalie out there who I think is even worth going after is flurry. And then, what do you got, like Timothy Lilligren uh, as your fourth D? You know, it, it, pick your poison, right? So, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a problem, and they've got to do something, and I guess there's two ways to go at it, but it seems to me that their plan is to is to uh, keep what they got in the cage and uh, maybe uh, fix the D, but they got to do something. I think we all agree they have to do something because – as you guys probably know, and I know the stats man, G. Francesco, is probably just waiting to pull this one out of his pocket, but worst save percentage since uh, January 8th or something like that in the entire league. Yeah. And that, and that you cannot ignore that. I don't care. You can, you can say it's, you know, you know, is it the D, is it the goaltending? Who cares? It's a team problem and they got to solve it. Yeah, it's a team problem. You're right. It, it's a team problem, and and that that uh, percentage doesn't lie. That, that I mean, poor soup is uh, is playing terrible. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. And it's funny though. It, it's a little bit like the beginning of the season when the Leafs couldn't buy a goal. They had no puck luck. It it seems like things are have sort of reversed on them down at their end of the rink where. I, there's so many tipped shots, so you know, yeah. so many kind of goals that that you know. You look at the replay, oh, soup! You got to be kidding! And then you look at it, and it's like 
it went or Mrazek too. It it hit somebody or something on the way in. And then you have to ask yourself, well, are teams playing this way? Are they actually kind of getting bodies in front? Because there's where the D comes in. D D is not boxing out the guys. It's 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 a every man's land in in the crease there. There's always bodies. And I think uh, the strategy of the other team is just get pucks near the net, shoot them at your your own players, just shoot them at a crowd and, and hope for the best. And I, I don't know where Soup lands after all this. Where he played in the first couple months was, was it, it's like, it's, it's just the old hockey sporting cliche. He wasn't that good and he's not this bad. And I think that they're hoping that he can land somewhere north of the middle. As far as, as far as getting goalies, uh, I know you talk about Flurry, but he's not had a good season. He comes with a seven million dollar price tag. Now, would I like Flurry in the net just because of his pedigree and his his experience, and he might be just what they need. But um, with that D, letting all those chances and and having no control of in front of the net, I I don't think anybody can save the lease right now so you think it's a d problem oh i think it i i, I think i think it's from the goaltender out i yeah. just think that you can't you have to choose you know pick your poison sort of thing and you know muzzin was having a a, a really disappointing season but you take him out of the lineup and and you know, thank God they got that guy from Arizona. He, he's he's played exceptionally well considering what they traded for him. I mean, it's a beautiful trade getting rid of uh, old what's his face. But you know, and, <laughs> but he but he but he's actually looking good and solid in a you know in, in a five six position. But they need him. They need Muzzin, and if they don't have Muzzin, they need someone that can fill that role because. They are weak. It, the problem with goaltending is like you're just crossing your fingers and hoping all these average guys out there that other teams are willing to give up kind of get hot or go on a streak. But, you know, we've got two goalies that can do that. So, yeah, goaltending is a huge problem on the Leafs. I just don't know how you solve it. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I'm not even – look, this is my take, okay? I, I'm, I'm more of a, you know – I'm just looking for something, and I I think if uh, if the Leafs did get Flurry as a fan, as a guy who has heard, you know, time and time again how close we are, how time and time again how you know we're going for it, that that to me would really signify going for it. Is it the right move? Would it pay off? I mean, many of these moves don't. So I'm not going to say it's like, you know, guaranteed, but I still, I still, like if the Leafs made that move, I would, I would back it a hundred percent just because why the hell not? Why not? Yeah. From a fan standpoint, it'd be awesome. It would be yeah. amazing. Like, you know, because everybody loves a good trade and like, you know, the hell with the future and the, you know, the first, the second and the, the, the two top prospects you gave up. But then, you know, the smoke clears and they're out after a, a round or maybe maybe they win a round. But, um, you know, he doesn't solve the defense problem, nope. which I, I believe is huge. And and then you're left holding a bunch of nothing. So 
Is his contract over after this year, or does I he think have more it, to go? I, Yeah, I think it was a one-year, seven mil contract. Yeah, so I so think, he is I a mean, free agent. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that part of it is is actually kind of appealing. I mean, the other yeah. thing that uh, we were discussing, you know, right now we're at this point in the season where, you know, unlike unlike other seasons where you're just trying to get in and make the playoffs. The Leafs are kind of like they're they're like they were that year about three years ago, or they were they knew they were playing the Bruins in the first round since about Christmas, and and it's pretty apparent that they'll either be playing Tampa, more likely Tampa or Florida, and so I think they should be preparing for that. You know, you 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 need a you need a I mean if they're gonna play against teams with that kind of goaltending you can't you can't just assume they just can outscore them you know and i think it that's why they got to get goaltending or they got to shore up the d it's not an offense problem with the leafs that's for sure but a team like uh tampa could shut that down they've got a goaltender and and i guess two that are capable of playing really well and winning a series I mean, although winning any series is hard for us to fathom, but of of rising to the occasion. But I don't think their D can get any better than they are right now. I, I don't think you can expect much more from Sandine, Lilligren, you know, these bottom end guys, Dermot. You know, you got your top guy. You got you got Riley. You got uh, TJ. After that, what do you got? You know, you got this this uh, Russian that's come over. That's a solid depth guy sort of but you got a lot of nothing in the middle and they can't play the series of their lives they can they can but that series of their lives will be a personal best not a not an nhl best so i heard them i heard them saying the other day on uh, some sports radio thing that the leafs inability to draft and develop d-men is catching up to them right now because they have never re- uh, since they got Riley, right? They actually right. have. They actually haven't drafted a, a defenseman who's better than like, uh, you know, five six. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope and, Sandine becomes that guy. But as as do we all. But what do yeah. you think? What do you think his ceiling is? Like, I mean, you can't honestly think he's going to be a one two. Based no, I think he's. A, I, I think I think he could be a middle six and a power play guy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's I think that's what's catching up to them. And it's funny, eh? Because they've actually turned. What one thing that they really were bad at back in the day was development, and they've really managed to unearth, you know, the envols of the world and stuff, and ha- bury them in the minors for a few years and learn the system and play the same system as the the big club and. And, and, you know, and then they're serviceable. They, it's why they lose all these guys in the waiver draft, but they can't do it with D-men for whatever reason. And, it, you mm-hmm. know, partly it's, I don't know, I guess D-men are just a, a, different, uh, a different game, I guess. I, I don't know. You can only draft so many small offensive defensemen and, and hope they become a, a legitimate NHLer. I don't, even, I don't even think they've really drafted that many D-men. I mean, no, 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 at, they haven't. They yeah, haven't. so, I mean, I think that's part of the problem is, like, I don't know if they're Sean Dursey got traded to L.A. Identifying their issues. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've traded some, but they're all these guys, you know. Jersey went to L.A. in the, uh, I think, in the um, Campbell trade, and Hollowell is uh, is on the Marlies and has come back and forth. But these are, you know, these aren't NHL defensemen. They're just, they're in the system kind of thing. And Yeah. Yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah, it's a big problem, right? It's a big problem. I mean, at least they're two first-rounders. Look like, you know, like, let's say they give up Lilligren in a trade to throw in whatever. I can see that guy, you know, 10 years from now playing for Caroline or something. And, oh, he's still in the NHL. And he's, oh, do you want a Stanley Cup? And he's that kind of just, <laughs> yeah. you know, like we've yeah. seen that so many times. He'll be, right? yeah, he'll be like the new, uh, what was it, Anton Strahlman or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Suddenly yeah. you realize the guy's played a dozen years and he's won a cup. So, like, you know. I mean, he's he's of that, you know, he's of that stature. He's an NHL defenseman. It, it's just, you know, the growing pains are are obvious a lot of the time with that guy. But he's he's got he's got something. But yeah, I think what so that too. something is isn't going to necessarily help them in a playoff round against Tampa or, or Florida. That's yeah. the big problem. If I was to pick a side in terms of where they should invest for the playoffs, I mean, I would say you got to ride the goalies that you got because what's out there is just going to cost you a lot and not potentially even provide you with one game of better play. And and I think there are more D out there, but, you know, I'm sure they're going to be expensive. Look, I you know, you hear the names um, around the, the Chikrin name, the Manson name – if I was to pick a side there, I would say go with the tough, you know, hard-nosed defensive guy like Manson. I think, I mean, I know that Muzzin sort of was that guy on the lease, but I, you just, over the last year or so, you see him, you know, physically start to fall apart and his play fall apart. And I think we've been without that tough stay-at-home guy who's really effective since Muzzin sort of lost it in the and middle Bogosian, of last season. And Bogosian left too, and right? Bogo- and when Bogosian left, yeah. 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 I think Bogo, I think he brought more of that to the table than Muzzin. Yeah. I don't even think we can really appreciate what it's like to have a really, really hard-nosed, good d- defensive defenseman on your team. I, I bet a guy like Manson would just change the look of the back end of the Leafs just with himself alone. But I guess... I guess, but, but my, my our our problem is nobody nobody sees these guys really. You know, nobody. At least I don't. I, I have no idea. No, I know, I know. You will when plays. he's when he's got a leaf jersey on him, but yeah, it's hard to notice him when he's. And these he, guys aren't going to come cheap. Like uh, you know, like you're you're talking you're you're talking about the price you would pay for a, a goalie making seven million dollars on the on a one year deal versus. I mean, uh, these these guys you're talking about are like young guys with upside. I'm not going to say I'm totally on top of their their uh, contract uh, status, but you know, like free agent Manson. Deep. Manson's a free agent, I believe. I think that's why Im- he's Im- impending. Yeah, is he? Yeah, and he's not. He's thirty, I think. He's not that young anymore. Is he but, that yeah. old? Wow, he's not I the same so. as Chikrin. Chikrin is the no, guy. No, no, no. With... Chikrin's got four years left or something at a yeah. very reasonable four million or something. But yeah. But, but you know, they... and but he's but he's an offensive defenseman. I mean, what they need is that I think uh, Bill was alluding to it. They need that 
total asshole. Yeah. Stay at home, like just will rip your head off. You know, just a mean. Like that Gudas guy on Florida. Gudas, like exactly. That. He's the that guy that kind comes of guy? to mind. Just yeah, a, just I mean, a just... guy full of piss and shit and just would just take your head off for no reason. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're keeping it keeping it clean yeah. for the kids. Yeah. Just... I know, right? I, I could have used be... vinegar, but um, I no, find vinegar e- even more offensive than shit. Yeah. No, no. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather eat sh- No, I wouldn't. Just an aside, I, I cleaned my windows with shit the other day. And uh, yeah, it's a great natural cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a little uh, household tip, everybody. <laughs> to move away from the topic of the Leafs as a whole and their prospects in the playoffs and what they should do for that, which is a source of angst for me and I know most of my family. I'd like to move on to something that's a little off to the side with this week's loaded question. Ah. Oh, yeah. If everyone understands the loaded question, (laughs) can it be answered with a yes or no? Maybe, but not with these guys. Yeah, it never never is. I'm going to ruin this segment by going, no. No, I'm (laughs) going to stick stick to the format. The ground rules. So here it goes. Should the Leafs give Matthews the C in the offseason? Should the Leafs give Matthews the C, symbolizing his captaincy on the Toronto Maple Leafs in the offseason? And you want, you want a simple yes-no answer? Well, if you can, if it's possible. G, I'll, I'll, I'll let G. Francis start this one. <laughs> oh, Okay, so so of course it's not going to be a one-word answer. I'm going to say, I'm going to say no, only because oh. of of the optics. I think it would be too much of a slap in the face for JT. But when his contract comes up and they dump more money in front of him than has ever been dumped in front of an NHL player before, as they should, and he takes it, it comes with that C that uh, his mother can then stitch on his jersey. <laughs> I, I think I think that's inevitable. What you said. I mean, it has to be. I mean, basically, he deserves the, it. I mean, the ba- he... I mean, the ba- You know, and I'm I'm not the biggest fan, as you guys know, but there's no question. <laughs> there's no question that the guy is carrying the team. He's. I mean, it has it has to be. And plus, you know what? At that point in time, I mean, I think that would that would mean is. You know, the the money's going to be there, but that that's that's I won't even call it an intangible. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like you 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 know you're you're making a statement. I totally agree that if they did it next year, it would it would look bad. And I hate teams. I've always hated that that you know the San Jose thing where they just like yeah, okay. Stripped. Y- you're not captain anymore. Uh, this guy's captain. Two years later, you know, uh, yeah, I know he we, uh, took it took it away from you, Marlowe, and gave it to Thornton. Now we're gonna strip it from him and give it to was it Couture? Like it just looks just looks bush, you know. Um, yeah. Well, if you do it every couple of years, yeah. But well, no, no but a... I think it's but I think it's it's uh, like I honestly think. 
if they're gonna do that, then they they gotta get they gotta get Tavares to agree to be traded. Like I just don't think he can. Oh. Can t- or or he has to say it's time for Austin to be captain. Which is possible, I guess. I yeah, mean, I don't possible. think there's a. I don't think there's anyone out there that that doesn't think that that Matthews is leading the team and in many ways now is the the leader of this team and the guy that's pulling the team with him. And to me, that's the ultimate definition of a captain. So um, he should be the captain. It's just a question of when next year. Uh, yeah, it would just be it would just be kind of classless in a way. Like it's, I agree. You got to get rid of JT, or JT's got to just say, hey, I I feel a little foolish wearing this C right now. Um, yeah. So anyway, really. Yeah. So I I I realize it's a it's a tough spot. I I think though it's an appropriate transfer for a couple reasons. One is <clears throat> the fact that Matthews and Marner are sharing an A right now is just kind of bush like it's like some sort of compensation prize that your mom arranged for you when she comes walking into the grade three class or something like that and you're not you know the guy who got to take the hamster home for the summer <laughs> are, are you are you stumping on mitch now is that is that what this is about I'm jumping on that shared A arrangement. I, I mean, I think that. Well, no, no. There's always been more than one A on a team like that. No, is I mean, a, they, but they share. They like Matthews gets it on the at home, I think, and Marner gets it on the road, or vice versa. I think they don't they don't adhere to that like religiously, but they do they do share it. It goes back and forth, and it hasn't changed. Oh, okay, because Riley is always an A. Always an A, yeah. You can only have two, right? Because, right. Yeah, right. you can only have two. Is Riley always right, one? Right, right. Yes. Because even right. even last year, uh, Zach was was sometimes one. I mean, uh, I when, I, when I, somebody I was think, out, yeah. when I someone think, was out, I yeah. think that whole. I, I co- totally agree with you, Bill. I th- I think this shared a thing is total stupidity. It's like. It's like you can only have two, so you're gonna have you're gonna pick four guys to have it half the time. It's like yeah. you know what? Just make the decision, right? And that's it. Like it's. So I, I honestly a, think I think it's bogus. Do they do they have a, a format that they stick to? Like ones at home and ones on the road? I don't know. It just, it, they th- it they say that every other I, game. That's what they is how it's defined by. MLSE is that I think Matthews gets it at home I and think, Marner on I the think, road. As I recall, I think it's uh, one guy gets it at home and one guy gets it on the road and then halfway through the season that flips around. Yeah, that's how unobservant I am. I'm just that that has gone right over my head for a guy that uh, watches every Leaf game. I, I just those aren't the things that that matter to me i guess well those are um, the things those are the funny. things that you should be noticing when you set your watch for every four seconds to <laughs> to wake up no 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 it's not four seconds it's 10 minutes 10 oh, okay. minutes sorry sorry that was and these are only 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 west coast games only all right all right hey at least i watch all the games king i mean no I, I here you go like there was a leaf game on last night i was watching soccer let me uh, actually let me just let me just say I was, I was watching women's badminton. Let me just say I have no regrets. <laughs> Listen, well, the uh, that's a good way to live. The other thing that I notice is 
I just noticed Matthew's behavior on the ice different. Like he is now the alpha dog. Like he yeah, he absolutely. at one time was more the cool dude who had all the talent and was kind of self-effacing in a way. Tried to be cool. Yeah, yeah I, I don't remember him ever being self-effacing. I'm just going to stop you right there. The other night, for example, when uh, Tavares got pissed in Washington and actually had a good shift in the third and uh, it, it led to that Sandine goal because Tavares dug it out. When Matthews came over, he was like poking at Tavares and saying, "You're the man, man. You got. You're the guy who made that good." Like he was trying to get behind Tavares to bring him, you know, the yeah, yeah, bring him out of his slump. And and just more, I see more of that all the time. He's he's like giving people credit and yelling at them, and maybe in a good way. But anyway, he was. I thought he was asking if he could have the C. <laughs> well, here's another wrinkle in that. If there were a transfer there really isn't room to give Tavares an A because Matthews only has half an A. So I would say that at that point, I mean, it is a good idea to ship Tavares. That would solve all the problems. But if it was just strip him of the C, I would leave him without a letter altogether. And then you got your three young guys, uh, you know, with your your leadership hierarchy or whatever. I don't know. Like, see, see, this is is where... In my opinion, this this is the, the the tough part of it is because you can't you you just said the expression strip them of the sea and that's yeah, the know. thing it's it's like it can't be that it can't be that it's like you've you've invested all this you know into Tavares whether or not you think he deserves it whether or not you think uh, it should have been Riley uh, you know somehow if it was Riley right now. And it trans transitioned to Austin, it would be easier. But this is like it's different, and it would be it would be stripping him. It just there's no way around it. So I don't even think he can be on the team anymore. I really don't. Is there any way hmm. that Leaf Ambassador Daryl Sittler could make his <laughs> best ambassador move ever by talking? To JT calmly and saying, just rip that C off your jersey. Yeah. <laughs> just rip it off. Yeah. And then they'll trade you trade you to Philly. He asked for the scissors from the trainer. From Joe Scrow, I believe. Or no, Guy, Guy Kinnear. Kinnear. He said, give me those scissors, Guy. <laughs> and then he, or Gee. And then he uh, Gee, cut it Gee right Kinnear, off. Sorry. Yeah, Gee. The answer to the question is, it should be done. How it's going to be done is... is is really the question here because I mean it's a bad look. You know, it's not like it's not like uh, that guy who was captain in Florida, that grinder guy and then, you know, then then they transition it into um Barkov because he's like that cuz Barkov is like the Matthews of of the Panthers, right? It's, well, it's, you've got you've got the placeholder captains, right? You've got a placeholder captain on a bad team. And then they've got the young buck coming up and the team's getting better. That's an easy transition. But, um, yeah, this one is this one's tough. So yeah. Bar- Barkov is the is the Matthews of the Everglades. Is that what you're saying? He's like, <laughs> I don't know if I actually I don't know if I actually said that. But, you know, I, I, I believe there. Was but let's go least, with that. There was a parallel. He's the he's the Matthews of the Everglades. Okay, let's talk about 
trophies that maybe some people who wear blue and white can carry around after this season is over because you know the cup is a, f- <laughs> a long shot but we actually have some favorites in some other categories or some potential favorites the rocket the calder yeah and the heart okay so the rocket is just you know whoever ends up with the most goals and matthews could easily win that let's talk about what it would take uh, Bunting right now is leading all rookies in goal scoring and points, I believe. Now, Cedar, the Detroit D-man, is up there in points as well, and he's a D-man. So he may, in the long run, actually have the more accomplished season. But Bunting is really coming on. <laughs> like he, His confidence is bursting at the seams now on that line. And I could see him outpacing his competition in goals and points by, say, say, 4-8 and eight or 5-10 and ten by the end of the season. Um, wh- what do you think would get Bunting the Calder? Well, I th- I think uh, definitely, you know what? I mean, there is there is all this hoopla about the guy had already played 26 games before this year and all that stuff, but you know what? They're not voting on whether or not he should be considered because he is to be considered, and right. frankly... He's playing on a great line, and I absolutely anticipate that he will start, you know, that he will continue to put up the points. And I think it's going to be very hard to to ignore. Those those two guys on Detroit are probably, you know, other than um, Larkin, they're probably the two best guys on the team. So they absolutely right. should be considered. But I think... Uh, I would expect Bunting to finish no lower than second, and I absolutely think he could win it. All right, and legitimately right so. I mean, you know, what 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 do you, what do you want to say? I mean, he's like, he he he's he's up for consideration, and he's putting up the numbers, as you said, leading the league or leading rookies in goals and points. And believe me, when he's playing with Matthews and Marner, that's not going to stop. That wasn't the answer I was expecting from Ken Conco. I mean, no. I, I just I thought Bunting was in your like, you know, your shed like tied up with Matthews. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate the guy, <laughs> but you know, no, I totally Wait, waiting hate for him, like but... you know, you know, some scraps to be thrown his way before you beat him up and lock the door again. No, come on, I look. You know what? Sometimes you've just got to go with with the facts. I know, so, like the facts that, that Matthews is, you know, like one of the best players, hands down, uh, Hart Trophy candidate, like hands down, all these yeah. things. But Bunting, but Bunting, yeah, like if it's neck and neck, I have no problem with Ty goes to the younger guy that doesn't have the games. But the fact is, it shouldn't be that way because change the rules. Like it as shouldn't long be, as, it shouldn't be that as, way. That's, right. that's as, not as, that's not what you're voting on. As long as we've all been watching hockey and we've been watching hockey a long time, collecting uh, hockey cards me. a long I, time I, I ago. Watch women's soccer, right? <laughs> those 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 Calder Trophy winners. Like you know the rules, and the guy's right inside it. I think you know he's a career minor leaguer. He's like Johnny Bauer, really. Um, in that sense, although I don't think Johnny, Johnny just won a cup. He didn't win a Calder, I don't think, but, um, Bunting. Yeah. Like you were saying, Bill, like, or both of you really, the guy hasn't done a thing 
to not deserve the trophy. So we'll just have to see how it plays out over the next 30 games or whatever's left. Um, but he's definitely like, if, if it was, if the season was over today and he wins it, who can complain? Well, I'm sure can't. a lot of people you would. You can't argue it. You can't argue yeah. it. I mean, it's like he should win it. You know, on in on in some in some way, you could easily say that that cider guy would deserve it, but you can't say that he clearly deserves it over uh, Bunting. I mean, Bunting should, like I said, he he'd be better be in the top two. I mean, we don't see them game in game out, like, but we do see Bunting, and it's not like just some guy that floats around. And then taps in some garbage now and then. And, you know, like he makes legitimate passes and he scores legitimate close in goals. You know, he's just I haven't that guy. Seen, I haven't goals. seen a guy. I haven't seen a guy with a better drop pass since Bill Moogs. <laughs> I'd have to say that earlier in the season, even when Bunting was sort of piling up goals and points. You could say he was sort of a pretender, I, in my opinion. Just w- the eye test. Yeah, I, 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 agree. I, I agree. You know, agree. he 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 was kind of just riding the coattails, but not lately. I mean, and I think it's going to only continue. Like he is really, as I said, confidence over the top, and hopefully the Annie Leaf bias will be overtaken by common sense if he's sitting there with most points and goals. But as Keith says, as Keith points out, though, I mean, you know, not it, it, it takes a special person to play with special talent like Matthew. That's true. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. like if, if, you know, anybody could do it, then everybody would be in the running for the Calder. This guy does so much more than, you know, he creates a lot himself. Yeah. He, he's very Hyman-esque in terms of going into the corners and winning puck battles. And, and then not just winning the puck battle – doing something really smart with the puck, you know, making good passes, um, pissing people off, drawing penalties. Yeah. I mean, I have nothing but good things to say about that guy. A young G Francis. And for like, what, what is it? 750, 800 a year for this year and next. I mean, versus Hyman, who we all love seven years at five point something a year. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I mean, I, we can all complain about Dubas, but this one, oh, what a de- what a what a signing that was. And if I could, and if I could say one more thing, I actually yeah. think, I think they should strip JT and and give Bunting the captaincy. <laughs> wow. By the by, at this point in time, Bunting is sitting there with twenty goals and forty five points. Zach Hyman, nineteen goals, thirty seven points, a minus four. And Mr. Hyman is making over six million a year, and we we're all lamenting his departure. Is, uh, is he playing? Well, who's he playing with? I don't well, even know. He's, he's bounced around. He's, he's bounced, bounced around. around. Yeah, like he always has in his in his career. So that that doesn't. But remember, me. so so did Bunting. Like he's settled. Yes, top absolutely, line, absolutely. He did start there. Some other dummy did, and then he was like, I think third or fourth line, maybe. And then he got a little cup of coffee, and then they put the dummy back up there, and then they <laughs> oh, sat the dummy. Listen to this guy. <laughs> Don't you mean the dopey guy? The dopey guy. Dopey guy. Dopey guy. <laughs> dopey Richie. Dopey uh, Richie. Hey, I know you weren't supposed to say it, but it's like it was like that week Bill said Yahweh. It was very similar. 
Okay, the uh, the I just want to comment on the uh, and get your feedback on the Matthew on Matthews and the heart. Well, I mean, wh- why not? Like, what wh- why what is what are what are we even debating here? You know, like it's it's it, he absolutely. I mean, it's depends. Well, he's on a contender. He's a contender. Yeah. But I mean, I think the, the the issue will be at the end of the day, he'll be sitting there maybe with a hundred points, maybe with the Rocket Richard, but. Um, there'll be other players in the league with 120 points. Well, I guess it, it'll depend on how they define, you know, most valuable because, you know, and, it, and, and it's like a situation where obviously we see a lot of games, but the, the, the number of games where he just, you know, keeps them in games where the rest of the team is playing terrible. You know, I mean, that guy, how, how many games does he not score? You know, I mean, he's got to be in the conversation. I, I, oh, he's I, in the conversation. He definitely yeah. is. Definitely. I mean, is. he's like more than in the conversation. Well, if I, you listen to I, Toronto media, they've already anointed him. Like they're well, starting to anoint him and saying now he's now he's the leading candidate. And I, I would say that he's got a chance if he wins the rocket, if he gets a hundred points, if Edmonton misses the playoffs, that's another thing, or well, maybe barely scrapes in. But if Edmonton misses. I think that takes those guys out of it. I, I really do. Oh, it absolutely does, without well, a doubt. As, as it a doubt. should. As and it and should. if and Matthews he's getting this growing, you know, rep as the two way player who also happens to be the guy who wins your Rocket Richard every year. You know, that's or a really that's to. a really good point, actually, Bill. That that Matthews is actually a really good two-way player, and it's not because the media tells me. It's because my eyes tell me. Like, yeah. he is so good at stripping pucks. His yep. face-offs are up there. He's just a solid two-way player. I'm sorry, but Connor McDavid is absolutely a one-way player. The guy has nothing going the other way. And that's why he shouldn't even be in the running, if you ask me. It's like, I see those 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 scoring leaders with tied with 79 points and a team outside of a playoff position spinning their wheels. And it's like, yeah, you got 79 points because you play on one half of the rink. Right. Seriously. I think it, uh, I think the only guy who really could compete with, uh, with Austin will be uh, our boy Nazi. Really? No, no, (laughs) no, 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 I don't think so. Well, good. But I you just know, thought I, I'd throw that in. You know? you know, actually, the Leafs have a fourth candidate, and that's Mitch Marner for the Selkie. They say that, uh, like... Matthews you, you, for the Selkie. You also. could say that, but they say that they rarely give it to forwards who don't kill penalties. And it yes. so happens Marner does, and he's really good at it. And he's also, you know... Scoring he, a lot of points. Scoring a lot of points. And that's kind of like, you know, when Gilmore won it, he was like the two-way forward who had 127 points. <laughs> it was a different era. But, I mean, it's certainly the combination of two-way plus scoring that gets you there. It's it's. I think it's occasional that a really good defensive forward wins it who may have, you know, mediocre points. But they really love picking out – it's almost like the heart – uh, second place prize in a way if that second place guy is a two-way player yeah but i mean you know you're absolutely right but you know let's let's be honest it there's been a lot of 
60-point guys who have won that thing. I mean, it's just when a guy when a guy comes along who's a 100-point guy and is a good defensive player, it's almost, you know, Slam it's dunk. almost like justification. Like, you got to give him something. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. You know. That's right, yeah. It's, yeah it's, I, could, it's, I could see that. It's but kind I, of a to weird be honest relationship with you, there. I don't know who... I don't even really know who's in the running for that. But, I mean, you know, for sure. he. I mean, I think uh, statistically, you know, he, he, you know, he's not like a 30-point guy. So it's like statistically he's uh, – I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to give it to – you know, the best guy to win that trophy is like a, a top-line guy who's also a great defensive player. You're not giving it to some fourth-liner. So absolutely, Marner could win it. I didn't. Have, that's one I hadn't even considered, to be honest. Yeah, but you know, you're right. Just another uh, stat about Matthews that you may have noticed. I think they actually had it on one of the broadcasts recently. The five-on-five goal stat since 2019-20, the season of 1920. Matthews has 83, leading the league with 83 five-on-five goals since 2019-20. The next five guys are all in the 50s. Like Matthews is sort of lapping the field in terms of five-on-five five goals. And the next guy, by the way, is um, uh, Kyle Connor. Is that the guy? Is it Kyle yeah. Connor, the yeah. guy in Winnipeg? Yeah. yeah that guy's uh, a great player. Yeah, I know. I know. He's, it's funny. You look at him and you think, that guy's a hockey player? But then you know he looks like a relief pitcher or something like that. But he's... Uh, uh, he's that guy is a consistent scorer. Yeah, I know. Didn't just Matthews the... just reach like 200 goals or something recently in his career? There's something about um, goals scored in like the whatever, the, your first... Fastest, yeah, right. I think the fastest to get to 200. Yeah. And the, the list is... Comp- just totally elite right it's it's like a who's who it's it's gretzky and lemieux and and matthews and crosby and ov it's that kind of list right like this guy is he's he is truly a generational player there's there's no doubt about it um yeah we're lucky to have that rocket richard winner you just hope we're in a position to Resign him when the time comes. Yeah, he's he's going to be standing at a table with like three trophies, and God bless him. Hopefully, one of them will be the cup. <laughs> one of them will be the Lady Bing. Oh yeah, and yeah. one of them will be the. Well, actually, <laughs> it, it would get, be. It would be. He doesn't get many be. penalties, does he? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know if we talked about this before, but it really would be unprecedented if, if a guy in his position did not get extended and just decided I'm leaving and I'm went leaving to Arizona for greener pastures, right? Well, it's not going to be Arizona. No, it's not no, it'll be, be LA or New York. King right? thinks yeah. it's going to be one of the big centers where, where the yeah. wing shines. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's up to the Leafs to win some bloody playoff rounds and, and be a true contender. That's what it's going to take. So, and, and it won't be for, for lack of Matthews uh, efforts. So let's just, uh, it, it would be, it, it gets more, more worrisome by the, by the year when you see how good this guy is getting. Like, well, it does, but it's yeah. not, you know, I mean, he's, he, I mean, Hey, come on. He's playing for Toronto. He's not playing for like, uh, you know, 
Minnesota or something. Like it's like there's a lot, a lot to like about being on the Leafs if you. No, exactly. That's why I think absolutely. I think I would think that there's a okay. Don't you think there's a greater chance than not that he resigns? Uh, I'd say fifty fifty. Oh, okay. Go out. I think I think I think it's higher than fifty fifty. But but I think it really depends on where they are with their cap when the time comes and well, if, yeah. they can, if they can give them a raise because you know how it is in the nhl based on the actual rules of the salary cap i think matthews or the top paid player in the league right now can be making something like 20 million a year like it's the percentage of the total cap is quite high no one goes there because it's ridiculous i mean even getting a couple guys at 11 million a year puts you in a bad position to build a team, but you never know. He might be sitting there going, well, I want to, I want 15 or I want to be the highest played player. And and there's some other guy who's making 13, five or something at that time. And I, you just hope the Leafs have some space. Isn't JT off the books when, when Matthew's contract comes up? I mean, they're all around the same time, right? Well, yeah. Matthews, I think he's, Matthews he's a year less is... than, than uh, Marner and, maybe Nylander, but I mean, it's like, whatever Yeah, like there'll be money. It's just, you want to get into the same old shithole again and have it all wadded to like two, three. So guys. how many, how many more years does he have to go? Three. It was a five year deal. I think it's sign, two right? after this, I believe. Well, I you know what? I mean, uh, I, I don't even know why, like you just don't know what's going to happen between now and then. But as I said, it's the Leafs. Yeah. It's like he's he's already on a good team in a good market. I mean, it, I guess it depends what his priorities are. Because, I, you know, to be honest with you, that's just me sitting on the fence saying 50-50. But, I mean, why wouldn't he sign with the Leafs? Who knows where his head's at, though? Like, if you're the Kings and you come in offering the guy, like, more money than anybody, then I guess you got to decide... What do you really want? You know, what do you really want to do? Yeah. But I don't, I don't think, I mean, the fact is there is, it is a capped world. So you can't just be like McNall and just throw something outrageously out there that nobody else could even conceive of. Like, and I think the least would be in a position where they're going to match whatever anybody else offers them. I, I just don't think. You know they they've got they've got this guy right now. I don't think they're gonna want to let him go because he's just gonna get better and better and better. And he clearly is going to be the captain in the face of the franchise. Uh, you know, for a long time if they have it their way. So if it means, you know, dropping somebody else or not oh, resigning, well, I mean that's obvious. Will. That will happen. It definitely right? will. Yeah. 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 And and it and it will be a prudent move on their part. My point you was to do that. on the maximum salary, and actually I just looked it up, The based on the cap and the percentage that one player can earn, the maximum salary in the NHL right now is $16.3 million. Now, if you were in L.A. and your team was going nowhere and uh, you you could say, here's $16.3 million. We want this guy to you know, sell tickets. And the Leafs are sitting there going, well, we want him too. We would love to give him anything that he wants, but if we give him 16.3, then 
he's not going to have a team to play with. L.A. doesn't care because they're rebuilding at the time, let's say, you know. I, that's that's my concern is that something like that could easily arise. You know, you, you mentioned that McNall can't throw, you know, 30 million at the guy, but play but the the rules allow teams to throw more money at one player than they should and that's the problem Um, hey, did you see that? Uh, have you guys noticed? <laughs> I couldn't believe this. You know, they do the 31 Thoughts podcast on, I think it's the second intermission of Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday. Yeah. 32 you know? 32 now. Oh, is it 32? Oh, like, yeah. is that is that spot? It, it's like more serious than the news. I mean, Merrick is sitting there. No one's cracking a smile. <laughs> they're going around this desk like they're talking about, you know, the Russia-Ukraine situation. It's just like an it's just absurd how there's no fun going on. <laughs> there, yeah. Merrick has gotten very serious in his old age, and he he seems very stiff. I find he's not very entertaining, and I always liked the guy. Yeah, always I liked, liked him, him on too. the radio yeah. and everything. And it's like I don't know what it is, but. You're not aging well. It's just you're not entertaining. You're not entertaining. So it's funny you bring him up. I was just I think thinking that the uh, other week. I think it's the lack of meat. Is he a vegetarian? Oh, yes. Well, you know, it's funny because <laughs> I, I was going to say I, I can always identify with guys with skinny necks like Merrick. But in this case, <laughs> in this I can't. Case, <laughs> yeah, no, in this case, I got to draw a line on the Merrick situation. Uh, I mean, listen, well, I like Merrick, too. I think he's, especially on the radio, when you can't see how serious his expression is, he's okay. But um, I don't know. I don't have a problem with those, those guys. Those guys are just a little, well, they just need to introduce a little fun, you know? It's just, uh, I don't know. To be, to be honest, I'm usually out in the kitchen prepping or doing something by that <laughs> second intermission. It, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't captivate me, really, so... Like yeah, if, wah, wah, wah. wow! <laughs> I sure hey, as hell, I sure as hell hope they don't say something about the five hole on their podcast. <laughs> oh, I hope they do, King. I hope they do. Yeah, I hope well, they... they go. We got some serious comp. That's what they're gonna say. <laughs> no, yeah, um, that's it for me. I, I have no further uh, topics on my uh, list. Anyone else have any uh, thing they want to talk about? Oh geez, no wrestler this week, Bill. No, I, I, I no, I eschewed that spot for this week. I love that word, eh? Eschewed, <laughs> yeah. eschewed. It, it sounds like are, you're not pronouncing it right. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm not even of, sure I am. It's one of those words that you go, "What did he say?" It's, <laughs> yeah. And then you, you know, pe- don't worry, people. The transcript will be posted. You'll go, "Oh, it's Jude." Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't hear it actually said verbally you just see it in print yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. it sounds in, in when you hear it it sounds very painful somehow yeah. like a procedure 
Hey, by the way, did you notice, uh, did you see Brian Burke a couple weeks ago on Hockey Night in Canada? He made a little guest spot. I, I kept, when Pittsburgh was in town. And what, what's going on with him? Well, just his countenance. <laughs> he's like, is that guy losing it or something? I mean, he's like Blofeld or something out there. Just bizarre character that guy is turning into. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's all... That, that guy's nothing without a shtick, so what do you want me to say? Like, are, you, are you saying he's losing it mentally? I, I'm not sure. 